Welcome to OK Boomer, a podcast where a borderline boomer reality star mom and her millennial daughter bridge the gap between two feuding generations through celeb news, all things Bravo, their personal lives, and well, you're just going to have to listen to find out. Um, well, hello. Hello. Are are we on? We're on. We're welcome to another episode of the pod. We're doing it again. We're doing it again, which means that the last time it recorded. That means it recorded. Um, we're gonna, I want to get into just some highlights of the week. Let's talk, let's talk some highlights, lowlights of the week. Why don't you go first? This week has been a little bit crazy. I had my biggest, um, delivery for skinny latina ever like now that we're national this is a step up oh my god yeah are you gonna make more money i should okay i mean not it it you know look if you see the size of my po you'd be like oh wow you're but you know you have to do so many promotions and you have to you have to keep putting money back in your business so but yes i mean i've never not been uh profitable but it's always it's never been like huge because yeah. I hadn't you know it's a volume business but yeah now it definitely has potential so that was whatever and then the highlight of my week is that I'm in Charlotte with your sister and we're working on her nursery how's it going it's it's cool it's fun you know we're just we did this whole you know she had the crib already and um painted the room but we're doing like all the the big stuff. stuff. Yeah. By the way, the frame that you sent me got here yesterday. Like it was Broke outside it. of the house. I just lifted it up and you just heard shattered glass. Oh, on the I haven't even opened it yet. Oh <laughs> no. Can't. The whole thing is shattered. You have for, no idea. Wait, you see all the shit that's in there. I don't understand how it didn't make it. I'm sure. And it had so much, so many like fragile stickers just for They're the listeners. Yeah. I'm pregnant. My sister's pregnant. My, my mom sent me like this, this Degas print that I had in my room growing up that I love so much. No, it, it's an original decor. No, it's not. <laughs> we would not be doing a podcast if this was original decor. Why not? Just to like, you know, there, whatever. And, um, it goes with like the, the theme of my, of the nursery. What is your stuff. theme though? I know you have flowers or whatever, but you're not doing like, Kathy's doing the little prints. It's or... not like a theme. I guess, I guess it's more of just like a color palette. That's like more the vibe. Cause it, it's, I'm going girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like full on flower, like like we have a really cute flower rug and then the colors in the flower rug match this like Degas print. My mom sent it in the mail. Tell the people, tell the people how about the rug. Oh my God. Hold on. Wait, let me finish (laughs) the thought. Finish, finish the thought. My, my mom sent me the Degas print, which obviously was like framed, has been framed for years, whatever in this it's like huge. box that set it's big and it just says fragile 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 all over it picked it up and you just hear shattered glass but i mean it had box. styrofoam it had whatever. i'm sure i'm sure you packed it i mean you, you know what it's like the frame that i sent you for the wedding of like that really yeah. pretty picture of me and jolly yeah and but that shattered. was not it, it, it was not it was not properly packaged but i will say yours was the only one that shattered out of the oh, like eight God. that i sent that's good so yeah. so so it's miami uh it's, transportation yeah, people whatever so. um okay so me and john liam my husband we were looking at like this architectural digest like nursery like a, a photo of a nursery that was really cute and we were like oh that rug would look so cute like that's like a great rug shocked that we even agreed on it because 
whatever, you never know. So I was like, oh my God, there was no link to it. I just sent a screenshot of the photo of the full nursery to my mom. And I was like, can you help me find this rug? I'm, I would say within five minutes, you had sent me the link to the rug. <laughs> and I, and that's what I had already looked to. Like, I, I didn't just send it to you to be like, you do this. I sent it to you to be like, oh, I know. Can you help I know. me. Cause I'm like trying to find this and I couldn't found it in two seconds. But you know what? It's because I'm just so tech savvy. Okay. Well, <laughs> do you remember when we got to a hotel once? I don't know. It was one of our Mother's Day trips in Sedona. And I said, do you have internet? And you're both laughing at me and they go, it's Wi-Fi. Well, the one that doesn't know the difference between internet and Wi-Fi because there is none found the rug in two seconds. Okay. But anyway, you received it and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's really pretty. All right. Anyway, so enough of that. We don't okay. want to talk so much about me being a grandmother because then people are just going to look at me and go old. Yeah. Well, people probably this do that is. already. You're saying that already. I know. Yeah. Um, well, highlights of my week. I guess I wouldn't call it a highlight, but I started production on this show that I'm working on. I won't say what and stuff just in case because I don't want to get in trouble. But um I it's start a really cool show. Yeah. And I started production pregnant on my feet a lot, like working 16 hour days. And, you know, I will say the more and more I, I work in production, the easier it gets. Yeah. My mentality on the whole thing has shifted a bit. And maybe it's just because I have a better idea of like how to do my job, but yeah. It's, it's, it's also like the people that I'm working with. I really love too. But. So, so the main star, which we won't say, do you deal with him directly a lot? Yeah. And he, he must like you. Yeah. Does he like, ever say, Hey, if you have a, like your mom must, you're so no, amazing. Mommy, your mom must be amazing. She no. wants, you should want to meet her. No, no. <laughs> I'm excited for that to come out. That's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm very excited too, but yeah, my headspace is really good, which I'm like shocked about. Like, I'm not thinking about, Oh my God, I can't wait till this is over. Like I feel good. Um, which is shocking. You mean because of the show or because the show and the pregnancy together? I think it's the, the one, two punch of it all. Like I have other producers who will be like, I don't know how you do it. Like you're a hero. And I'm like, no, yes, I am. But also <laughs> I'm like, I'm really not. I was like, I literally forget I'm pregnant until I'm like ravenously hungry. And I'm like, oh right. yeah, I'm pregnant. It's crazy. You guys, uh, for those who don't know these two got married in 2021 a few you know six months apart from each other and then they're having babies three months apart from each other and when I kind of said you guys are trying to kill me they said well you had us 11 months apart so what were you yeah. what did you expect it's also like My- it's, it's not like we planned to do that I was I was getting married Kathy was getting married in November of 2019 or 2020 and then I was supposed to get married in June, 20, same difference of the month separate. Well, I just mean whatever. Yeah. I guess that's crazy. Yeah. Also, if John Liam didn't wait so fucking long to propose to me, who waits five years, it's his fault. And after he did it, by the way, he was like, I don't know why I waited so long. And I was like, I don't want to hear this. No, I can't hear that. I mean, I've been telling him for like, since you were together two years, it's like, when are you going to go to Jared? Well, not Jared's. I know, but that was just like, I was trying to be funny and like 
not direct. But that yeah. Was well, direct. honestly, you probably push him further and further away because that man can't take pressure the way that I can't. Like if you're, <laughs> if you tell me something, if you tell me to do something, I will wait five years to do it as well. Oh, God. So I understand. Especially, especially if I tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Let's get into some gossip. You want to talk? I know you want to talk about Kanye and Pete. I am so exhausted by it. I know because you guys hear what you need to say. Well, remember, it's the boomer perspective, right? Tell me what happened from your perspective. Give us, give us my perspective. Um, I I don't know. I'm hoping that you'll explain it to me. I don't understand. First of all, to me, I, I kind of judge people all together in one package. And so when you're that, you know, completely, uh, you have so little control and, and actually are, are willing to do things that he knows they're wrong. You know, all he's really done is put Pete Davidson more on the map. I mean, and, and like making him look a lot better he's making than him I look think better. he needs to look too. Right. And yeah. so yesterday, your sister and I were in at the grocery store and I saw an in touch magazine that said that Pete Davidson and Kim were engaged and, and no. I'm like, oh my god they're engaged and Kathy looks at me and she goes you cannot believe everything you anything you read in the grocery aisle whatever anyway did I you read the text messages is that yes, is, is that what you're messages. talking about yeah the text messages are a little crazy but I understand why Pete Davidson responded that way at some point he's a man and he's like what you know yeah I'm here with your wife <clears throat> you know He's just taunting him and taunting him. And so at some point, somebody's going to turn around. And now for five seconds, when we talk about the appeal of Pete Davidson, I, I don't even understand it. Do you? Your sister understands it perfectly. Yeah, I think it's like, it's so polarizing. You either get it or you don't. Like, I understand the the, the appeal because I think Pete Davidson has a lot of swag. He's yeah. tall. He's it's funny. Starting, I'm starting he's to talented. see it. Like, it, it's not all about how somebody looks. And even if it is like, he has no style, like he's cool. It's it's like, he makes up for a lot that he lacks. And like, he's not like, um, classically handsome. And I don't, I've never liked classically handsome anyway. So So I completely understand it. But do you think that like, I just feel like the Kardashian, you know, three older ones kind of follow each other's lead a lot in in everything so Courtney is with that guy that's like all tatted up and he's whatever and and then this I always come confuse him with Machine Gun Kelly but this is kind of like that look even though I think Pete Davidson's a lot cuter so I don't know it just it's a weird choice and I think there's a really big age difference right it's like 12 years isn't it yeah but I know I I also don't think that Kim is going to be like marrying this person I think think no Pete is just such a departure from Kanye Kanye was a relationship where she was controlled and I don't even mean that in like a negative way like I think that that's what she wanted in the fashion world I mean he's very highly respected especially a couple years ago like yeah he gutted her closet dressed her made her the Kim that she is now, like this respected version in terms of the, like how she looks and stuff. He was just like dictating a lot of stuff for her. Yeah. And I think Pete and is he, just like really chilling, crazy. like doing whatever he wants. And she needs that. Yeah. And I think that's genuinely how she is. She's very carefree. Disp- and cause I think her life is so structured and she has so many things like, you know, routine and needs to be organized in her life that 
her relationship shouldn't be that. And I think that's what she was craving. So I get why she's with him. Do I think it's going to last? No, really? I do. No, if it lasts, it'll be until like the end of the year. And then it's, no, I think think she's going to get engaged. I think that that would be, I I would be shocked beyond belief. If they I think got she's engaged. very J-Lo in that regard. Like she makes bad choices with relationships. She falls in love very easily. And the fact that Kanye is doing all this is pushing her to that decision. This guy got a tattoo with her name on it already. Not See? that. Yeah. It's is in that true? This, yes. Is this in, in touch mommy? Because no, I didn't get the real. magazine. It's on Instagram. <laughs> okay, no, just honestly. No, I, I think. It was in page six. Is that real? I don't know. know. Uh, Listen, the point is he has uh, a small thing, but it's in this this collection of tattoos that he has all over his body. It's not like I have no tattoos. But it's like he did that with Ariana Grande and then he had to cover it up. Like I, but this is what I'm saying. That's like the side of of Pete where you can really see how young he is. You're like, okay, dude. There is like what, a 12 year difference? I don't know. I thought he was 28. I want to know because I honestly is think he 20 is he younger than me than me yeah than you I think he's younger than you he's 28 and she's 40 or 41 yeah I think she's 41 okay 13 years you know the thing is that it's an important 13 years I'm trying to look up the tattoo thing oh I think you're right <laughs> Kim Kardashian revealed Pete Davidson got her name scarred onto his chest that's so dramatic god scarred he- scarred <laughs> I had my eyebrows eyebrows scarred recently we all get our eyebrows scarred do you think I can do microblading while pregnant yeah I, don't I, think think not. I just retouched mine I hadn't done it in like two years but I needed it I went to this is off topic but that I went to a wedding yesterday I'm obviously big and everybody can see that I'm pregnant not big but everyone can see that I'm pregnant and I was with my friends and I was like, guys, I'm going to have a glass of wine. I'm going to judge me. I'm going to nurse it all night long. And I don't want to hear a fucking word about it. I don't want looks. I don't want anything. Every time I picked up my glass to drink, you got looks, I got looks. And I was like, I can't drink wine in public. Like, and that's so depressing because I'm not, a, I'm not an at-home drinker, even normally. Like, no, you're not. A drinker. I'm an at-home <laughs> smoker not cigarettes, but weed. The whole point of like drinking to me is social and like- but you don't smoke pot while you're pregnant. Mommy, of course not. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I was just getting so many looks and I was so freaking annoyed. You know what you I need also to do? fantasies you- about somebody coming up to me and saying something like, are you allowed to have that? Because I want to fight somebody. What you need to do is put it like whenever you do it, which should not be often, like make a spritzer have wine with club soda and ice and a cup with a little lime or whatever and then just but I don't want that I I wanted a glass of red wine by the way I ended up having like oh it's four red. sips there. I don't know baby that's like for example if I were pregnant right now which would be a um you know ma- immaculate conception conception situation well, not immaculate conception but it would be a miracle <laughs> well I don't even have a uterus so it would oh. be a miracle and <laughs> that's what I'm talking about it's not about sex I'm talking about not having the, the parts. parts, the, the parts. parts, but like, I would never, you know what I mean? When I was pregnant with you guys, I didn't you would never have a drink. Coke. Never in my life. Okay. Well, never. But that's because so that's right. And I, and I didn't do like 
you know, back then you didn't do, I think people did acrylic nails and like, you couldn't do that and you couldn't do your highlights and you couldn't do times have changed, but wait, you're that- saying even now, like even now the version that you, cause I know you were crazy, Anna, like in 1990, but even now this version that you well, are, you know, that I'm not a drinker. So like, I, I would be like, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. rather have more, like, I don't know, sugar, which is probably not good either. You know what I mean? Like, so no, I don't think that I would, um, I don't know. I'd be worried. I mean, it's, it's like nine months. So um, nine months is a long time, but <laughs> pregnancy is different now. You know, one of the things that I was talking, I asked you about that push present thing, you know, you people, <laughs> and when I, anytime I say you people, I want the, uh, the people to know, I mean, millennials, you know, talk about, and it was way before you guys too, um, these push presents. And I don't understand push presents. Push presents aren't really, I mean, I understand what it is. It's your husband or your partner or whoever is not carrying the baby gives you a gift for pushing this baby out. And it's like, I find that very um, sexist and very anti-feminist if we're going there, you know? Yeah, but I feel like you think like you're so on the opposite side of like the feminist stuff, like not, 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 like, yeah, not, not really... on the opposite side, like you're not a feminist, but I just mean like you don't really subscribe to like a lot of the things. So to, for you to say that, like, so I know it's weird, but it's just like the baby is a gift from you. It is. Yeah. It's a, I, I think it's, it's a token of appreci- appreciation. I think for what pre- you have to go through, I get it. You know, and, I, it and I think push present is like love, love and alliteration truly. But I think that that's the wrong term because it's not just about pushing a baby out. It's the, it's the whole thing is very hard. And I think for a partner to see your, your significant other going through the whole thing, like and feeling like, oh, I can't do anything. Like right. there's no, there's the nothing that they can, right. It's just it's like got a, you little... a tennis necklace. Exactly. I got and it. John I got Liam, it. I want a tennis She necklace. wants a tennis necklace. And I have a link. So you don't need to the look least for it. It is the least you can do. I agree. So I agree. Just, is it embarrassing that I like diamonds so much? Because I don't want to be that person. I think it's my, whoever you my are, toxic trait. Really? I don't um, care about that that much, but, um, I like fancy, you like fancy. be fancy, oh. like what you like. Um, okay. Speaking about pregnancy stuff, I want to talk about pregnancy, pregnancy in the age of Rihanna. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I have told, I have talked to Kathy about this. I've talked to my other friend who's pregnant right now. Like I feel hashtag blessed to be pregnant in, in the era of Rihanna where like, because I think before she became pregnant, there was like, there's no, there was no fashion surrown pregnancy. Not that I'm doing anything outside of my house really, but seeing her like show out and like, be like, I'm showing my belly the stretch marks, no stretch marks, like showing her body. She doesn't give a well, shit. Well, this is, this pregnant. is consistent with everything else going on. This is a slippery slope because this is the same thing that's going on everywhere. You will look at any website. And in fact, most of the time, the first thing you get hit with are people that are super curvy or thick or overweight. Right. Um, I understand that the average American woman is, they say a size 12. So you want to see yourself in that. Um, 
I don't know. I like the aspirational and and fooling myself into believing that I'm going to look at exactly like that supermodel on my screen. Um, so that's taken uh, some getting used to. And I think this Rihanna thing is the same thing. I'm pregnant, no matter what, if my boobs are saggy, if my whatever, I am celebrating it and embracing it in all its glory. Yeah, but I you don't. You don't like the you don't like the Rihanna pregnancy style. I hate what you wears. Hate it. Okay, hate so it. not every single. Be on it. No, but what? No, I'm not telling you that. I'm saying that I understand what she's doing because it's consistent with, with what she with what her you brand. people believe. No, what you people believe that like it, it doesn't matter who you are, how you look, whatever. Everyone's beautiful. Everyone is yeah. accepted, and you can't. You, you shouldn't hide anything. Hiding something not is not being that? true to yourself. Uh, no, I want you to lie to me. I want to lie to myself. I want to believe. Like, I think that I don't want to see your stretch marks or any of that. Like, it's okay to talk about it, but not for the whole world to see. So much of my self-worth was connected to a number on a scale my whole life because my mother has been very critical of weight. She's Asian mm -hmm. and um, she considers if you're five pounds overweight, that's like uh that represents some kind of it's lack a kiss of character. Of no, well, it's some kind of lack of character. It has nothing to do with, oh, well, maybe I have a slow thyroid or whatever. She doesn't believe in and She thinks all that is bullshit. I kind of believe all that is bullshit too, for the most part. Most of the time, it's not that. But I'm from a different mentality. You know what I mean? I have suffered. I'm traumatized from that. Yeah, but don't you think then that this shift of people being so body positive and flaunting it so that other people can see it. Like you, you don't have to want to see it, but putting it out there and people being so like using their platform to put their bodies out there. Yeah. It's, there has to be a shift in society. And the only way that's going to happen is if the pendulum swings so far the other way. And it's like, look at my stretch marks, look at my body, look at all this stuff. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like natural things, like, you know, you have cellulite or you have your boobs aren't super perky. You guys don't care about that. What I don't like is somebody that's like 300 pounds and people saying good for you because that's not healthy. But I think the point is that it has nothing to do with you. If you're looking at somebody that's true. that is 300 pounds, you shouldn't have an opinion on it, on it because it has nothing to do with you and it's okay. their life. It's, and, and I do think that's obviously an extreme case. I think it's the middle ground. I think it's the, the, the middle ground of like, if you're not a Bella Hadid or- right like right. a, like just a stick that that's bad. And that floating somewhere in the middle is okay. And not only okay, it's beautiful. For the most part, I don't see people middle of the ground. I see a lot of people that are really heavy in your face, whatever, that then your daughter, Penelope, <laughs> is okay, going to... just for the record, my daughter's name is not Penelope. We're just calling her Penelope for now. Just for okay, the Okay. So P is going to think like, <laughs> this is normal, right? What's wrong with me being 300 pounds? Look at all these people. They're happy. They're healthy. They're no, living great lives. That, that is so, that could happen. no, you're going so extreme. Just like every fucking boomer. It's so extreme. Like you don't, yeah. it's, it's not going to be my daughter seeing somebody who's 300 pounds and being like, that's healthy because she's being raised in a household where she has to be Bella Hadid. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you understand what you've just said? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're not. You're not. I think. No. Honestly, when I. It's not. It's you're. It you're. You have to. You have to bring up your kids in like a household where like 
I'm planning on instilling like healthy eating and stuff, but I'm also not going to deprive my kid of sugar. Well, like you never deprived us of anything. And I think it's probably a reaction to what you grew up with. So I think that like, yes, you grew up in a certain culture where like your mom being so hard on you with your weight you reacted to it. And with your daughters, you didn't do that. You always told us we were beautiful despite our issues. I think like my issues stemmed not from you. My issues stemmed from growing up in Miami. I think it was a very different thing. It's just the city as a whole is toxic (laughs) with body image stuff, especially in the nineties and early two thousands. It was hard. And that's like, you know, pivotal growing times, whatever. But I know friends who, who have like young kids who on their birthdays didn't give them sugar. Oh, no, 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 no. I know that is so extreme. And I think like, yeah, like whose mothers hadn't had a carb since 1980 and who never let them eat any sugar or whatever. No, they would come to our house and like stuff their face with like the Oreos that we had tilt the refrigerator into their mouths. And and I think that that's probably, that's an influence on me of being like, okay, I, I want to make sure that that's not happening. I don't, I think deprivation is like a really scary. Well, I think it, it was proof because we had everything. We had all yeah. good stuff and we had, we had tarts, like, yeah, and we had like things in ju- where you could see it visible. You never made every once in a while you did. And then other times you went for the nuts and the things and the things that were healthy. I so everyone for the nuts, but <laughs> I remember you always be- listen, neither one of you ever I had- went for the fiber one bars. I thought fiber one bars were like the healthiest thing you can well, do. I know. I think not depriving is a good thing. Because, I think so too. And I, I think not depriving yourself, even when you diet is a good thing. Yes. Well, diet, I just don't diet anymore. I'm, diet I'm the same about the scale. I've been having, I have to weigh myself because you have to like keep when track of how much weight you're gaining. And it's been hard. Do you think anyone has like, I know that Gathi says my mother talks to her a lot about make sure you don't gain any weight make sure you don't. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like speaking of your mom and our grandmothers, <laughs> like I, every time I get on the phone with my grandmothers, either one, it's how much weight have you gained? It's like, what about, how are you feeling? What about, is your baby healthy? It's always like, the first time I told Tita, my grandmother, that I was pregnant, she was so excited. She was crying. She was was overwhelmed with joy. I went downstairs to get two croquetas and I put them on a plate and I was sitting on the stairs and she's like, you can't get too fat. You know that, right? And I was like, sorry. (laughs) it's, it's honestly, it's so sad because it, it makes me not want to get on the phone with them. Like I'll send updates, like sonogram photos, whatever, but I don't talk to them on the phone because I don't want to hear it. And it's not even that it affects me anymore. I think I've like passed a certain point in my pregnancy where I'm like, people who've been pregnant before are always like your body's so incredible what it can do. And I was always just like, shut up. Like (laughs) this is not, I'm not trying to be like precious about it. I really just feel like shut up. We're making a baby. It's normal. You know, like a lot of people have done this before. And, um, I have gotten to a point where I'm like, I actually do understand it now. Like, I don't care that my body is changing. I don't care that I'm getting like bigger. It's I'm trying to like the baby move at all. Like I felt it this week. Okay. I felt the little flutters this week. You're making a person inside your body. Yeah. Whatever has to happen to accommodate that. Yeah. I've never once asked either one of you about weight or about anything like that. It's just whatever it is. Yeah. You know? Um, yes. But yeah, it's just, it's sad that that's kind of like where 
especially the older generations, not just you. I, I, I don't think that you're, you're definitely not like that with, with us, but I think just. I mean, it's my experience. generation too. before that? What's, what's Tita and, and Lili's generation? Just old. Ah. <laughs> uh. God, yeah, I don't know what goes before the toxic the baby mover, ge- ge- baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, Gen Z. I saw, yeah, we. We're I didn't think that it, there was forward. no name for that. Old people. Old people. Just the you know, old people uh, before yeah. us are toxic. Yeah, I mean they they focus on things. I mean I think I think there's a lot of good that your generation and 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 the Zoomers and stuff are doing. Yeah, something's a little bit of an overcorrection, but I think. Uh, listen, I think we're we're in a place where we needed to overcorrect. Yeah. Anyways, enough about that. I wanted to do a little Bravo talk for a second. Let's do that. You saw the reunions. Here's the thing, because my my call times have been insane. I have just I've missed everything this week, but. What I didn't miss, and I don't know, you're not a Vanderpump person, so you may not know this, but Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules split up. Yeah. Which is, I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. I I feel that because you used to watch it, didn't you? We met her. She was our waiter. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We went to, we went to Sir like a million years ago before even, I think it was probably like the it, first season of Vanderpump before it even Yeah, like because Ken up. was there and Lisa was there and Stassi and everybody was yeah. like, they were really there. Yeah. They were actually working there, which is and, not crazy. And wanted they to were working pictures. there until like, I would say two years ago. So it's and, not and that And that big Jax was there and wanted really badly to take a picture with me. Remember? Yeah. It was yeah, so funny. So gross. But yeah, Tom Schwartz and Katie broke up. They've been together for like. I want to say like seven or eight years, maybe even longer. No, 12 years. I think I read 12 years. No, but it was like, it was a very hard couple to watch on TV. Like, um, we, I was texting about it in, in my group chats and we were just like, thank God. Cause it's depressing to watch them. Like he hates her. She hates him. You don't want to see that. You know, no, of course not. I didn't know that it was that bad, but I never really watched that. I just find it funny that you have a group text where you discuss the lives of Bravo liberties. I mean, our group text, we discuss Bravo stuff. It's not that crazy. No, I know. I just, I, I don't have those conversations with anybody, but I have like a lot of opinions about stuff. Did you watch the last uh, Salt Lake City reunion? I, were there three? Yeah. I think I've seen two. I think I think the last one is all about Jen Shaw and like the whole drama. You know, can I tell you because I didn't finish the season, but so then I just started watching the reunion, and um, wow, I didn't know it was so bad. Like her, I, like what she's being accused her of. Case, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah, not and good. I didn't know that the other guy had had uh, had pled guilty. Yeah, that's that, really bad. Yeah, that's really bad for her that is bad for her because I don't think she's going to take it's I don't think he's pleading guilty to take the fall I think he's pleading guilty to shorten his sentence and make a deal because at the end of the day you know people want their freedom and you'll do anything absolutely for your, there's two Listen, things in life you'll do anything for okay it's your freedom and your health you know yeah. some people would do a lot for money but I think those things that you ultimately it's yeah there are things in life that money cannot buy and freedom and health are two of those, the two probably most important things. And that guy is not going to be loyal to her 
uh, if his freedom is at stake because absolutely not. He might have children. He might, it doesn't matter even for his own sake. So I, I am so curious that what's going to happen in that trial. Like she, she could go away for a long time. Like this is not a potential 50 years. And she's walking around like dilly dallying, like as if nothing. She asked Kim Kardashian to be part of her legal team. She's selling merch on her website. I saw that. Like free Jen. I, I think that she's not taking it seriously enough. She's and I think not. she's going to be in for a rude awakening because the problem is, and I could tell you this, uh, the way that obviously, you know, I'm a lawyer and I've, uh, you know, been around many prosecutors in my life and I, they will make an example of her. Right. They will. Well, especially will. because this is the second time it's happened within a year of, um, the thing that happened with Erica Jane, not that she was like the one doing exactly what Jen is doing, but she was like, you know, in cahoots. Did you think that her husband came across as credible coach? I didn't watch the third reunion. I, so I, don't know I haven't, I, I don't know yet, but you know, and she's, I, uh, I saw her make a really big deal about, she released the ring footage or the camera footage of her children. And I yeah, guess his children, I, I don't know how that children thing. And uh, I didn't realize that she released that. I think she's trying to get the sympathy vote. And I think releasing that footage um, is fucked up if that's all the purpose is for. And um, unfortunately, I think that she is a selfish person. Yeah, because they they were also asking her kids, but like, that's just not now that's out there forever. Now it's out there forever. And she should have protected her kids from anybody even seeing that. Um, she also said, you know, I think Andy was asking, do you, were, were you wondering where the money came from, where all the money came from or whatever? And then she went, if I was a white woman or something to that extent, nobody would have asked that question. It's because I'm a woman of color. That's not true though. I asked that about everybody, every housewife. I'm like, me too. why are you that rich? Right, right. It's because, confusing, especially, right. I mean, the ones that really, there's no, uh, where's it coming from? You know what I mean? A, right. Like you like, talk, what have you done? Right. Right. Yeah. Whatever. It's that's the biggest thing. Right, I'm so, very curious what's going to happen during that whole thing. I'm going to, I don't, I'm not like hoping she goes away. No, me neither, not, but it's just like, I do think that like, there are repercussions to people's actions. Like well, if, she, and she like, she fucked with like vulnerable people and that's not cool. You know, I think old, older people. And, and you know what, you know, I have an older mother and who tries to be on social media to, you know, has her, um, what do you call it? Email and stuff. And I get confused. I get so much spam yeah. from Amazon, from things that the IRS, oh and it takes me a while to really realize I have to search the email address and know because it's, they're getting really good. And that's getting literally really what she was doing. Dita right. asked me like last time I was with her, she, she like showed me an email and it was like from chase. And it was like, we need to verify your account. And I looked and at your it, social security number. Right, and it was so clear that it was fake. And she was like, I have to call. And I was like, no, like, oh don't God. ever do that. I'm like, no one's, no one's ever going to ask you for that information. Never no one will ever ask you for that. But it's even like, when they have the right to that information, they recognize that you have a right to say no. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just like, it's, if anybody has somebody in their life, who's older and vulnerable, it's like, you can't help, but like, be like, fuck you to Jen. It's like literally 
you created a business off of preying on people that are weak. It's a it's crime. crime. And so I'm the whole reason I became a lawyer was because I just believe in justice. It's things that are inequitable bother me. So if right. she did it, then I want her to pay. And if she didn't, I hope she's exonerated. Listen, by the time a grand jury hands down an indictment, when they impanel grand jury, they have to have so much proof in order for that to happen. It is so hard for a federal prosecutor to lose a case because by the time that the indictment is filed, they've done all their work. And so now is when she's getting her defense counsel and her defense team together. Now they have to do all the work that the prosecutor to kind of go against everything. But they probably all the have proof. so much. It's so, so, so much. much. It's so wow. much. So, okay. you know, yeah. Well, we'll see. We so will see. she asked, you know, that she asked Kim Kardashian to be part of her legal team. It's like Kim Kardashian's Kim- got bigger fish to fry. She just launched Skim Swim. Okay. We're doing big things. <laughs> I'm not thrilled about her being a lawyer. I know that's terrible. Well, she's helping people. It's more, it's more than, than we can say about Jen Shaw. Yeah, she is. Um, okay. Let's, let's wrap this up. Let's get into our quiz. Okay. You first. Okay. I, I just found out what this is too. I I guess it's pretty much in the name, but I want, I want to know if you know what a cancel culture consultant is. Okay. Well, um, who, who, who are they consulting the people that are being canceled or the people that are canceling? You tell me. Um, I think if I think that it's a great thing, somebody to consult on cancel culture, because I think the people who are canceling the, the, you know, the corporations and stuff that don't want to touch anything that could potentially be even remotely uncomfortable, politically incorrect, offending any member of society or any member of somebody that identifies as something in society. I mean, it's a lot. It is a lot. Listen, I I actually, I actually don't think it's a terrible thing. I just think it's funny that this job title has popped up. It's like it's a good thing. The article that I read, it's like someone that executives hire to make sure that, that, that that they don't get canceled, that, that they're doing the right stuff or saying the right stuff to their assistants and like, you know, right. People who are, who are below them that are right. younger, probably in our generation or Gen Z, whatever it's, it's wild that this has become a thing, but it also like, I think at a certain point it's, it's actually good. Okay. <clears throat> you know what? I, I don't. Okay. I'm going to ask you, um, what is certified mail and how do you do it? And how do you do it? Yeah. How do you do it? Like, you know, what certified mail is mail that's certified, right? right. What does it mean? You know, it means it, it, it's more than just putting a stamp on something. Right. Well, right tell right, me right. what you think it is. Right. You know, you know that, you know, the person received it. I don't know. Certified, so certified mail is mail. That's more important than regular mail. Right. But what does it mean that it's certified? Who is it certified by? Who certifies it? The, the police. <laughs> <laughs> the government, the mayor, I, of course, it's the mayor, of course. It's the mayor. No, the post office is certifying 
that. Isn't the post office certifying every piece of mail? If no, you they don't certify it. You put a stamp on it and you put it in the mailbox and God knows what happened. This, you're, you're handing it to someone. And oh, it's like you're insuring that it's going to get to the person it needs to get to no mm-hmm. matter what. And the person's going to sign for it. They can't even release it unless oh, the person signs see, for it. This, nobody tells you about mail until it's too late. That is <laughs> like, really, okay. that so is what like happened my to biggest thing because with with the with our marriage license we sent once once we got married it's like once you put the date on it of the day you get married you have 10 days the countdown begins of 10 days to send it out and it has to get there on like the the 10th day so it's and not how just did like you send it by mail regular I sent mail it, I sent it by regular mail and I put and on a in a big envelope because it was like a whatever a document and I put one stamp on it once <laughs> Do you not know that how, how much weight is it for one stamp? I don't Maximum, know. It's one ounce. But how do you know how much an ounce is? Do you have like a little, a little measuring thing? No. And it, so you, you just don't, guess it was a, one piece of paper. A regular how size because the envelope weighs too much. So if you put it in a big manila envelope. Yeah. That's that, like an ounce already. Already. Yeah. Well, they should just tell you put two stamps on this because I sent it out. It came back. And it said with a sticker that said needs additional postage. And then it just said 58 cents. And I was like, that's one. I know that's one because I Googled it. 53 or 53, whatever. I put another one on. I sent it back out. It came back. Right. Because the first one was canceled. No, because I didn't take the sticker off that said needs additional postage. And so I went to the post office and I was like, hello, I'd like to make sure that this gets delivered. By the way, it's already been 10 days. So I'm like, I'm sending this out, hoping that like it but gets- But you left it with all the stuff on there. So with all the stuff know. on it. Okay. So th- it they probably were like, needed to be postmarked by a certain date. She she was just like, well, it needs an additional postage. I'm like, no, I got sent that. And then I put a postage on and I sent it back. She's like, honey, you have to take the sticker off. And I was like, well, no one told me that. So whatever, I'm married. It's fine. Like it ended up working, but like, or on the side of caution, you know, if you think you need one stamp, put another one. Is the 53 cents going to kill you? You know, the extra 53 cents. I just didn't know. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know. So that was a good quiz question. Yeah, that was a good quiz, quiz question. Mine was lame. Cancel yeah, culture well. consultant is like so obvious what that is. Okay. I'm trying well, to think of another just, one, but you it's got to do better. You got to do better. We're all going to do better. So I think it's important that we tell people that if they like what they hear, that they should subscribe and leave a review because it really matters. No, it It really really matters. matters. It does. And and we want to hear from you. Like if you think that you don't like what we're talking about, if you disagree with, you know, or wholeheartedly agree with everything I say, uh, please let us know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And if you agree with everything I say, let us know. Exactly. It is a competition at the end of the day. So it really is. It's a duel. Um, yes, please like and subscribe. Um, all do all the things that you that you're supposed to do. We've been in the podcast world for a really long time. Like we all know what to do with podcasts if you <laughs> like them. And it, even if you hate them, we want to hear from you. Yeah, we want to hear from you. And then we're gonna hate. drag you by name on the next episode. <laughs> we're gonna come after your family. I'm gonna we're gonna do a whole segment where we look you up and then we're gonna expose you. <laughs> hunt them down we're gonna hunt you down try and find the worst pictures and then just put them out there yeah um also make sure to follow me on instagram at beba underscore rod 
and me at Anna Cooks, A-N-A-Q-O-O-K-S, and, and the podcast. And the podcast at OK underscore Boomer underscore the underscore pod. Pod. Emma, if we have three followers, it's going to be a lot. Listen, people people love a challenge. We, we, we don't challenge audiences enough. And this is a challenge to look up the Instagram and find it. <laughs> I'll see you next Love week. you and love whoever's listening to us. And thank you for joining. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.